On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex P. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Wednesday, March 30th, Ian Cameron, Jimmy Murphy alongside, ready to break down the Wednesday uh, NHL card. Uh, an absolutely huge night of action last night based on the uh, quality of the games that were uh, on the card last night. Uh, well done, Alex B. Smith, manning the uh, ship when it came to the BetCast uh, last night. Uh, good job, Alex, with that. Uh, but it was just a loaded card. Big games up and down the board. Bruins Leafs, Penguins Rangers, uh, Hurricanes Lightning, Avalanche Flames. Uh, it really was just a huge uh, night of hockey with big games, playoff implications. Uh, give Colorado credit. Uh, they ended up finding a way without Nathan McKinnon, beating Calgary 2-1. to one. Very impressive win uh, against a Calgary team that's obviously been uh, surging uh, as of late. No question about that. Uh, Toronto and Boston give the Leafs credit. They pounced on Boston early. Uh, they were ready to go. Boston wasn't. Uh, and Toronto ends up going uh, home with the uh, 6-4 victory uh, over the uh, Bruins. Uh, although they racked up some injuries, the Peter Morazic getting hurt uh, in the game. So uh, definitely some things to uh, be concerned about just a little bit, at least in the short term uh, for Toronto. Uh, the, how about the uh, New York Rangers? Another good victory for them against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. And really uh, for the uh, New York Rangers, they're starting to really get their game into a higher gear. Their offense is starting to spring to life again as well, which is good to see. A lot of times too much burden is placed on Igor Shosturkin, uh, but the uh, Rangers get a big win against the Penguins. And then we had Tampa and Carolina uh, last night and definitely one of the marquee games. And uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning find a way in overtime. Steven Stamkos, they come back, they tie it in the third, and then they win it in overtime 4-3. Big win for Tampa Bay because it closes the gap between them and first place Carolina uh, in that uh, division. So uh, definitely good sign for the, actually not in the division, but uh, overall in the uh, Eastern Conference. So uh, good news there, Tampa Bay uh, trying to close the gap on the uh, Eastern Conference leading Carolina Hurricanes, uh, and they did so with that victory last night. Jimmy, some thoughts from uh, the Tuesday night slate. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I know yeah, I was just saying to you off the air about the Bruins lease there. Um, you know, after I got off with you guys when I was driving yesterday uh, back to Boston, you, you know, I spoke to an NHL scout. He's like, I don't like this one for the Bruins. Something tells me they're not taking the Leafs as seriously as the Leafs are taking them. And, and sure enough, I mean, the Leafs were playing. They entered that game as if it was a playoff game and their whole season depended on it. And, and rightfully so. I mean, there's a very good chance that these two teams will play in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
And home advantage will be huge considering the history of the Leafs and the Bruins and all the nightmare game sevens that the Leafs have had in the last 10 years in Boston. So to have that game seven in Toronto is huge. And they, they rightfully so took the game with that in mind. And they essentially kicked the shit out of the Bruins. I don't care if the score was six to four. You know, Bruins fans here saying, oh, same old Leafs. They almost blew it. Like you just said, they were down two defensemen and, and their goalie left. Um, you know, no, they didn't almost blow it. They just, they were fine. You know, yeah. that's going to happen there at the end there. They just want to get out of there, get out of Dodge. And they did that. And if they gave up those two late goals, who cares? It didn't matter. They still got the two points. And when all was said and done, anyone that watched that game could see that the Leafs kicked the Bruins ass. I mean, that was, that was plain and simple. Uh, SV, I mean, I had a bad night guys. I, the, the cat, you know, I had my best bet was Calgary puck line. Kudos to uh, Colorado. I mean, just gutsy win. You warned us. And you said sometimes when you lose a star player, the, the team can rise to the occasion, and that's what they did. So a huge win for Colorado there. Uh, that was probably, to me, along with the Leafs, the most impressive wins on the docket there. And, yeah, I, I like what the Rangers did. I think that was, like, maybe one of two that I got right. Um, and then that those were basically the three I was able to focus on uh, throughout last night. All right, good stuff. Let's uh, turn our attention to Wednesday. Six games. We'll start with Winnipeg and Buffalo. Uh, here on the uh, Wednesday slate, we've got Winnipeg uh, minus 150 home favorite or road favorites, I should say, in this game. Total six across the board uh, in this one. Uh, the uh, Winnipeg Jets, of course, trying to hang on for uh, playoff contention, trying to battle their way back into the mix. Uh, obviously needing to try to get two points in games like this. However, Buffalo is not playing like a last place or bottom feeder NHL team right now. Far from it. Uh, what the Sabres have been doing, it's been very impressive uh, as of late. Uh, obviously, I, the resolve of this team, Jimmy, is just so impressive. They were on a back-to-back against Chicago, down 4 nothing. Could have easily said it's not our night. You know, oh, well, on to the next one. They didn't do that, though. They chipped away, chipped away, battled back, got that game tied, uh, and it ended up, of course, the flute goal. Yeah, a little lucky goal, a little bad, a terrible break for Chicago. Uh, the, the shot was taken, the stick broke, and the puck ended up deflecting off the backboards and then uh, out to hitting the skate of Kevin Lankinen and going in the net. It was just a horrible way to lose for Chicago. But Buffalo put themselves in a position to win that game with the comeback after being down 4 nothing. So they deserve the credit for that. I'm not looking to step in front of Buffalo right now. I'm not. I mean, they're playing really good. Nope. Uh, I lean to them as a home dog. Uh, I think Winnipeg is, to me, too flighty, too erratic, too up and down. Even in a game where they need the two points uh, to try to b- make the playoffs, they're too erratic for me to trust them. Kyle Connor, by the way, has been ruled out tonight. I was just going to tell test. you that, Ian, in case yep. you didn't know. Yeah. He and tested Nate, positive. Nate Schmidt as well. Yeah, Nate Schmidt as well for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. I think it's a very dangerous game uh, for the Jets here tonight. I'm I'm definitely looking toward Buffalo here, plus 130. I like the over as well. Buffalo's been on a big over run lately. The one thing about the Sabres is, regardless of Anderson or Tokarski, the two goalies, neither one's putting up a brick wall right now. Uh, and this team still can give up goals, be a little bit shaky on the back end. We know Winnipeg can be, and we know Halibuck's definitely not had the season that a lot of people hoped for him. So I think we'll see some goals as well. So I like Buffalo over the total as well uh, in this one. Jimmy, what do you think? Jets, Sabres. 
Yeah, you know, I'm with you. I love Buffalo in this game, especially now with the new. I would have liked them even if Connor and Schmidt were there, but I, I like them even more now that those guys are out of lineup for the Jets. I think this is a great dog right now. Uh, in fact, in fact, we're going to start the show off with a Jimmy reverse puck line, my friend. So wow. give me Buffalo minus one and a half in this game. Yeah, Buffalo minus one and a half. You can get that around plus 320. Uh, crazy odds with that. And that's because they're already a decent sized home pooch as it is. And you really get good uh, value with the uh, uh, my, with the alternative puck line here uh, for Buffalo in this game uh, currently at around. And I'll jump on the, uh, on the over with you as well. I mean, this is a team, you know, they're going to give up goals. Yeah, definitely. It feels that way for sure. Uh, all right. Rangers and Detroit. Now next up, we've got the uh, New York Rangers minus 140 uh, road favorite six and a half the total. Uh, in this game, this is an interesting one right here uh, mm -hmm. because when you look at it with the uh, Rangers, they had a big win last night against Pittsburgh. Now they're on a back-to-back, -back, and this is going to be Detroit's first game since that 11-2 debacle at the hands of the Pittsburgh Penguins on Sunday. That was just an absolute embarrassment for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, this, to me... Yeah, I am feeling okay, Cheshire Cat. I tested negative, so it's all good. Uh, what I've got is a little sore throat and a little mild cough. That's it. Not COVID. So I'm all good. Thank you. I appreciate your concern, though, Cheshire what he's got, What he's got is like what I call the Irish flu, boys and girls. Yeah. That's that's what Ian has. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of drinking. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, because we've done some of that uh, over the course of the week for sure. But, yeah, I think there's another live home underdog. I mean, I think in this hmm. spot, we've seen the Rangers play down to teams at times yeah you know we've seen them have these games where after a big win they kind of uh you know lose you know new jersey look what happened there they were coming off beating tampa and beating carolina on the road jimmy they played new jersey and they got shellacked seven to four uh in that game i think they could be in danger here as well and i think detroit obviously trying to show some pride some uh, you know some you know make amends for just a horrendous horrendous game uh, over the weekend against the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Penguins. And I'd be willing to assume Alexander Georgiev is going to be in net. It hasn't been confirmed, but I would expect him to be in net after we saw Shesterkin last night. It is a back-to-back. -back. Georgiev's continuing to be up and down. He had one brilliant start uh, against Carolina, and then the next start we saw him, he, did, he didn't play. He went back to uh, Alexander Georgiev, who's given up three, four goals. Mm -hmm. So I think you look at it here. If he's in net, it's going to make things uh, uh, even more uh, appealing here for uh, the Detroit Red Wings. And by the way, still some injuries for the Rangers as well. Uh, when you're looking at uh, uh, Libor Hayek, Ryan Strom, Sammy Blay, Capo Caco still out uh, for them as well. Uh, for the uh, Red Wings, they do have a couple as well, to Kaiser and uh, Mark Stahl uh, on the blue line currently uh, out of the lineup for them. But uh, I don't care what the record is of the team. And obviously the Red Wings, 26 and 32. It's not been a great season, uh, but when you lose 11 to two, you want to come out the next game and be a whole hell of a lot better. So for me, I'm going to split this with Detroit first period money line, uh, and you can get that at around, it looks like right now with Detroit first period money line plus 115 or so. Uh, and then the full game uh, money line is around plus 120. And this is another one where I'd lean over the total a little bit, especially with Georgiev Ranger games, trend over usually when he's in between the pipes. And if that's indeed the, I'm going to wait to bet that one to make sure he's in, but uh, definitely will be on the over as well in this game 
we do see that it's uh, Georgiev confirmed in net for the uh, Rangers, but definitely will be on on already on Detroit here. First period, full game money line split uh, in this one. Uh, Jimmy Rangers Red Wings. Well, I'm kind of going the other way on this, Ian, and it, it, I kind of reckon back again to one of my picks yesterday. I think it was the other one I got right was the under six, I believe, in the Flames Abs, and the reason was that I went with that, if you recall, was you know the Flames were in a, a 9-5 game, the game before that, and I just couldn't see Daryl Sutter uh, you know, allowing his team to give up a five spot again and just felt like no matter what, defense was going to be the emphasis. So now you look to the Detroit Red Wings, they just gave up 11 goals, not five. They gave up more than twice as many as five. Uh, and I would think that, you know, look, Jeff Glasshill, uh, there's a lot of speculation in recent weeks that maybe Steve Eisman was going to change his mind and get rid of him after this season, that could be very much accelerated. I, I know that this season's lost right now. And, you know, common sense would tell you that uh, they'll just wait till the season's over to make the change, but that's not what I'm hearing out of Detroit. And, you know, my, my friend, uh, Bob Duff, who writes for us in Detroit at Detroit hockey. Now I uh, heard the same stuff and really like Blasio's, on the hot seat right now, and he could be gone by the weekend if they don't come out with a solid performance. So I do see you maybe on, on them being a live dog, a wait to the game, see how it's going. But I love the under in this. Under six and a half on a team that just gave up 11 goals. If they come away with anything right now, it's going to be that, look, we went out there, we tightened up our defense, we gave it our all, and at least we didn't get lit up. So that's why I like the under in this, and that will be my one play for it. All right, like in the under. And yeah, you would think, uh, in theory, Detroit does want to uh, be a, obviously a whole lot better uh, defensively when you give up 11. And this is not the first time they've done this either. Mm. The 10 spot they gave up to Toronto. The nine goals they allowed to Arizona at home. Yeah. I mean, it has just been unbelievable how we have seen these absolutely dreadful games defensively from the Detroit Red Wings. And they've happened now three times where they've given up nine goals or more. Yeah. So you think if it happens out. again, I mean, that, that means they've given up on, on Blasso. That means the team's not with him anymore. And you just got to make a change. I mean, I started in Montreal. I don't mean a sidetrack here. I know we're in a hurry, but you started in Montreal with Ducharme there. The reason they made that change then instead of at the end of the season, even though the season was completely lost, Ian, I think we know was to just have a culture change for the young kids that you're developing down the stretch for them to carry some momentum into the off season and be confident for training camp next year. And Detroit, you know, Stevie Y might want to do that right now because he's obviously developing a lot of young kids there. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, he's been very patient with Jeff Blaschel. There's yeah. no question about that. Uh, you know, he's given him a lot of leeway, uh, you know, to be his head coach. But uh, you're right. I think that leeway is wearing thin. Uh, right now with what we're seeing from Detroit. All right, Los Angeles, Edmonton. We have the Oilers here, minus 200, home favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. This is another one where the dog kind of intrigues me a little bit. L.A. had a complete no-show. That's what it was against Seattle the other night. I think they figured, ah, we just beat this team on Saturday night. We'll beat them again on Monday. Right. And it doesn't work that way uh, sometimes. And the Kraken took it to the L.A. Kings uh, in that game. So you know the Kings are going to want a better effort. Uh, this could be one I target the first period with the Kings more than anything. The, the one concern is Edmonton got their game back in a big way uh, against Arizona. Now it was against the Coyotes. That's the disclaimer. But in terms of a complete team game, both ends of the ice, goaltending from Koskinen was good. The, the whole game was just really good for the Edmonton Oilers. 
good team defense, good goaltending. Obviously, the offense came to life as well. You know, the kind of things we know the team's capable of, but consistently they don't always do it. You know, the Kings hold a two-point edge over the Oilers right now for second uh, in the Pacific Division. Uh, So it is a big game for Edmonton. They win tonight in regulation. They tie L.A. for uh, second uh, in the Pacific Division. So that's definitely something to uh, be aware of here. But after L.A. flat out did not show up, 6-1 to in that loss Monday night to the Kraken, uh, this could be a game where L.A. is locked back in. They should be. They're playing, obviously, a team they are neck and neck with in the Pacific Division standings right now. So I'm going to go L.A. first period. Uh, full game, I'd lean that way, too. I think I'll probably have a little bit more percentage-wise on the first period with the Kings money line here than the uh, full game, which is around uh, plus 170. But again, I understand uh, Edmonton being favored, but minus 200, really? I mean, Edmonton, I get it. Uh, at home, they're pretty good. Uh, you know, they, they're coming off a pretty good performance against Arizona, but to me, I don't know if that's merit for a minus 200 favorite. To me, it's just a little too lofty a number and a price here for the Oilers. What do you think, Jimmy Kings Oilers? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on this. I like the uh, I like the Kings a lot. In fact, I'll I'll jump right on that with you. I'm taking them as a straight up dog for the whole game, and I'm also taking another under here. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm under the influence of unders right now, Ian. I don't know, but they've been hitting for me. So uh, give me the under six and a half here as well. All right, like in the under in this one, St. Louis and Vancouver. We've got Vancouver uh, minus one ten uh, total six in this one. I like the Canucks rapid revenge spot. They lost to the Blues earlier this week in St. Louis, mm. uh, and now these same two teams are, are playing each other again here in Van City. I like the Canucks here, minus 110, minus 115. That is the uh, price you can get with them here in this game. Uh, by the way, Andrew McGinnis passing along that his best bet is on this game over the total of six. Uh, Andrew liking the uh, over six here with the uh, Blues and the Canucks. Hard to believe, but apparently Andrew is in worse shape than I am right now. He's uh, not feeling good and uh, today, but uh, hopefully he'll get better soon. But uh, yeah, that's saying something. Yeah, uh, Andrew, uh, he's the, he's the one that's back home, uh, and uh, I'm on the trip, and uh, he's apparently in worse shape than me. It was just yeah, well, uh, it's going around though. You know, I'll, I'll tell you this. I mean, I must know about 20 people right now that just had COVID tests done. Luckily, most of them negative, but some of them positive. But it's going around. I mean, even when I was in Montreal, Ian, I was at uh, Hurley's Pub in Montreal on St. Patrick's Day, and I found out a week later that 10 of the people that were right around me all came down with COVID. I was the only one, luckily. I I was amazed. I was like, wow, should I play a lottery ticket now? I mean, it was was crazy. But COVID's still going around. The flu is still around. So everybody out there, stay healthy. Yeah, no, there's no question uh, about that. Very important uh, piece of advice right there uh, at this time, no doubt. And drink some whiskey. Yeah, exactly. That'll always, that's always that's that's the best piece of advice <laughs> hey, right there. That's what my grandma right. gave me. Yeah, that's right. Drinking some whiskey, that is the best piece of advice, no doubt, right <laughs> there. Uh, but yeah, when you look at this game here, uh, like I say, the, just a turnaround from them playing a couple of nights ago, and I think you're going to see Vancouver uh, bounce back here in this one. And again, the Canucks are in a spot where – you know, you've got to get back on in the saddle and back in the win column when you lose a game because they are not assured of anything. 73 points trailing Vegas by three right now. They're still very much in it, Vancouver, but now we're down to about 14 games or so left in the regular season. You know, you got to try to make uh, make inroads and trying to move up the standings when you get that opportunity. Uh, St. Louis, to me, especially away from home, can still be a little bit erratic. 
uh, at times, a little bit inconsistent. I've mentioned that Vili Huso, you know, he really hadn't played as well, and then he came up with a phenomenal game the other night in St. Louis against Vancouver. Vancouver outshot. That's another thing. Vancouver, I thought they carried the play to St. Louis more than the other way around in that game the other night, even though it was a misleading final score, 4-1 for the Blues. I don't think the Canucks played that terribly. You know, they had a lot of offensive zone time in that game, but they just weren't able to get the puck past uh, Billy Huso uh, enough to make it uh, stand up. So uh, I think tonight back home, Vancouver gets it done. I like them minus 115 in this one. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think, Blues Canucks? I'm with you again, buddy. Great minds think alike. Uh, it is a good chance to get quick revenge, and I think that will definitely be on their mind there. And, you know, I was reading about that game the other night, just sort of how St. Louis – Kind of took it to the to the uh, Vancouver Canucks forwards there. Really used the physicality on them to shut them down, especially when they'd come into the zone entries there and just stood them up at the blue line. So you got to think that Vancouver's going to adjust there, and, and they're going to want to utilize their speed, and they're going to make some adjustments. So that's something to watch there in-game. But I, I just think, look, this, this is a Vancouver team that's fighting for their playoff lives right now. A, I would say – no, yeah, I'll say it, A little more at stake. I'd say right now, uh, and then the Blues. So give me the Canucks in this on the money line. All right, like in the uh, Canucks as well here uh, on the uh, money line. Again, you can get that right now uh, at around uh, minus 110, uh, minus 115, pretty much uh, even money is what we're looking at here uh, with the uh, uh, money line price uh, in this game. All right, next up, we've got uh, Vegas taking on Seattle. Uh, we've got uh, Vegas minus 150. Uh, road favorites, total six, uh, pretty much uh, across the board here with this next matchup. Uh, this should be an interesting game because you've got Vegas, who really, when you look at uh, their last uh, game, you know, it felt like uh, that game against Chicago. You know, it was one of those games where if they lose it, you know, maybe things completely spiral down uh, for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, but they found a way. They were down in that game. It ended up being a crazy third period. And about the fact that the guy they tried to trade away, Evgeny Dodonov, ends up scoring. And Sean McDonough said it on the, the call of that goal, that um, that the guy that tried to trade away, he's, he, he wouldn't leave, and he scored the biggest goal of the year. It really I wish won. I had done that prop. I mean, it was so obvious it was going to happen. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. You know? and, and it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just like fate, destiny. Yeah. It was destiny. It was written in the stars for Evgeny yeah. Dodonov to score an overtime game-winning goal for the Vegas Golden Knights. And it was a, most assuredly one of the biggest goals of the year for them. No question about that as they try to hang on desperately for a wild-card spot right now in the Western Conference. It, it's the kind of win that I think propels them from a momentum standpoint. So I'm going to go ahead and do something that I don't do very often. I'm going to lay a moderate price here, minus 150. With Vegas, and I'm not going to bother with regulation because Seattle's scrappy enough where, you know, they could hang around and make this close. And look, Vegas is still very much banged up. We can't lose sight of that fact either. When you look at who's still uh, out for them, talking about Will Carrier, uh, Nick Hague on the blue line, uh, Braden McNabb uh, on the blue line for them, Smith, Stone, Pacioretty up front. But the good news is they have Alec Martinez back now which is huge that's significant you're talking about a stanley cup champion defenseman mm -hmm. very experienced very good both ends of the ice so you at least have him back now which definitely helps this team i think they can go into seattle and get this win chris drieger by the way 
uh, in net tonight for the uh, Seattle Kraken. Uh, obviously, uh, for Drieger, uh, when you look at his uh, performance against L.A., it was very good. Prior to that, he had not played well uh, most of the season, but give him credit. Uh, Monday night against the uh, Kings, one goal allowed uh, on 30, uh, 37 shots. So a very, very strong game in net for Drieger. But I just think that kind of win that they got against Chicago is momentum for Vegas. They build on it, and I think they get the uh, victory here tonight. I don't lay road chalk very often, especially in this range, but I'm going to go ahead and lay the minus 150 here uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights. And I would also look toward over the total uh, in this game as well. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Vegas, Seattle. I'm right with you. I'll take it a step further, too. I- I'm going, first off, I'm going to take the puck line on Vegas in the first period there, and then I'm taking the puck line overall for the whole game. Uh, this just smells of a letdown game for Seattle there. Uh, they've been, you know, just outrageously inconsistent all year. We've seen this before where they go in and dominate a team and then they lay an egg the next game. So I think that happens again here. And I, I think you're right. I think Vegas is about to go on a little run here and make a push. So uh, give me the first period puck line on Vegas and the overall puck line. All right, there you go. Like in the uh, split puck line, first period uh, and full game, Jimmy Murphy liking that with the uh, Vegas. If I don't hit it, I'm going to say something else, that, uh, but it begins with an F in yeah, front exactly. of UCK. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, we and I think uh, we uh, can talk, put two talk. and two together. Leap. <laughs> yeah, we can put two and two together with that for sure. All right, San Jose and Arizona, final game of this uh, Wednesday uh, NHL card. We've got San Jose, uh, minus one sixty road favorites. Uh, total mm-hmm. in this one currently six across the board. Uh, I ain't laying uh, a price on the road with the uh, Air, with the San Jose Sharks. I can tell you that right now. I like Arizona a little bit here, believe it or not. Um, it's just for me uh, <coughs> a price situation uh, where you've got San Jose minus 160 on the road. I'm just never, ever ready to trust this team as a minus 160 road favorite. Really is that simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, it's just that that's that's the fundamental basis for this bet. Uh, is uh, I just don't think San Jose should be minus 160 road chalk. They haven't played good uh, on the road for a long period of time either. Uh, I think they've lost uh, uh, a bunch of their recent uh, road games. Uh, they haven't uh, been able to put uh, a bunch of quality wins together uh, on the road. And the one thing about Arizona, you know, they obviously uh, are a team that's kind of gone backward again. Remember they had those big underdog wins Big outright underdog wins on that road trip, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, uh, but they were getting largely outplayed uh, in those games. We do have to factor that, and now it's coming home to roost. They're still getting outplayed, outchanced, outshot, but now they're not winning these games. Now they're losing them uh, as they should be. That being said, uh, Andre Tourney, the head coach, was not impressed with the team against Edmonton the other night. I think Edmonton was sitting on a big bounce-back game after what happened in Calgary on Saturday night, but still... Uh, the coach for Arizona was not thrilled with his team's effort away from the puck either uh, against the Edmonton Oilers. They were too careless, he said. Uh, you know, too many turnovers with the puck, and it ended up in the back of their net. And if you watch that Arizona-Edmonton game, you you know that's the case. I mean, it was just too careless, too reckless with the puck for the Arizona Coyotes. I think they cleaned it up. They're back home. I think they're getting a decent number here, and it's more than anything. I ain't trusting San Jose as minus 160 road favorites right now. So I'm going to go and take a shot with Arizona here, plus 140 uh, in this one. Jimmy, what do you think, Sharks, Coyotes? This is a Jimmy pass for me. 
I got no right, interest in this go. crappy game. <laughs> it is. Uh, it definitely is not the uh, one of the uh, glamour games tonight uh, on the uh, NHL card. That is for sure. But uh, great stuff, Jimmy, uh, as always. Uh, and yeah, like I say, uh, it's been uh, this is going to be, by the way, the last uh, Ice Guys show that I do here from the studios, uh, the Pub Sports Radio studios inside the Southtown 101 bar uh, in San Antonio. And I just have to say one more time, thank you to everyone for allowing me to use this studio for this Ice Guys show for the several shows we've done. Uh, the last few days. Uh, it's a great place, great spot. Uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, and uh, thank you again. So it's 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 been great. Um, and before uh, we wrap up, we also, of course, uh, want to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. Great partners with THPN uh, and the Ice Guys as well. Uh, a reminder, new customers can bet just $1 on any, any NHL team and win $150 in free bets if that team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. You can still play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN uh, and get involved with that. Uh, Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. Uh, New customers only. Uh, see DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right. Time for best bets to wrap up the uh, Wednesday show. Uh, Jimmy, uh, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet? Yeah, you know, I'm going to go back to the Buffalo Sabres. Give me that reverse puck line. I'm going for it all here on the best bet. Uh, give me the Buffalo Sabres to win minus one and a half. All right, Buffalo Sabres, that's minus one and a half alternative puck line uh, for Jimmy Murphy with his uh, best bet. Going for the gusto uh, here. Let's do uh, it. The, uh, Buffalo Sabres here. And yeah, this team just dramatically undervalued now for weeks. It's been the Tage mm-hmm. Thompson, Alex Tuck, Jeff Skinner, Skinner uh, show lately for them. They've been phenomenal. And look, Kyle Ocposo has been good. Casey Middlestat now is starting to find his footing after missing a lot of time this year. They They are impressing me. Night in, and, and they give a damn now. They do. They're they're working hard every night, this team. So, uh, <coughs> I like it. <laughs> Buffalo, minus one and a half for a Jimmy uh, alternative puck line for his uh, best bet. Uh, my best bet, uh, I'm going to go with Vancouver, minus 110 uh, against St. Louis. Uh, I think they uh, bounce back. I think they end up uh, getting back on track after that tough loss the other night uh, against uh, the Blues. So 4-1 loss the other night. I think Vancouver gets it back tonight. Uh, Vancouver minus 110 against St. Louis uh, for my uh, best bet tonight on this Wednesday card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone. Hot toddy, buddy. You know what a hot toddy is? Jameson, honey, and tea. Get her going, buddy. I do. I, I do need to get that going for sure. Absolutely. Feel better, All my right. friend. Yes, we do actually bet these best bets. Of course we do. Uh, yep. that's, that's obvious. Yeah. Someone in the uh, chat asking that. Yes. All right. Great stuff. <coughs> a, re- a reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Jimmy Murphy, 
I'm Ian Cameron. Uh, have a great uh, Wednesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. I'll be back on Friday, but the crew will have you covered tomorrow with the Thursday edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.